Welcome to a new episode of the Upper Room Church Podcast. Let's join Pastor Johnson as he shares another life-changing message. Thank God for our scripture reading, our prayer on today. Truly, the Lord is good, and he's certainly worthy to be praised. Now, I know you got your word. We're going to get right into it on today. We're not going to detain you. But looking at the word of the Lord in the book of Psalms, Psalms 37. I want to use today just for subject matter, for those of you that can can remember, write it down. Uh, when Jesus describing the Pharisees, when they came to Jesus and this young man came to Jesus and wanted to know what he can do to have eternal life. And when they came to Jesus, they say, uh, they called Jesus, they said, good master, good master. What, what must, uh, what must uh, I do uh, to be saved? Psalms 37 and 23 is where I'm going, but we're going to get to Jesus. I want to get to Jesus later, but I want to use for a subject, uh, uh, why do you, why, why do you call me good? That's what Jesus said to the, to, to the servant who was speaking to him. He said, why do you call me good? All right, we'll get to it. Now, I want to talk about being, uh, 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 talk about what a good man is and good men and women of God, what they are and what they look like. We need more. Last Sunday, we talked about being a role model. We need more and more people of God to stand up, amen, being a role model and being uh, just being good, the world is just filled with it's just so evil now, and corruption is everywhere, amen. But God's people, they are yet, they are still holding on. Anybody holding on out there? I can say for myself, I pray y'all holding on in the midst of this old crooked generation, upside down, backwards generation. God, there are still some people of God that's holding on. I am one of them, and I encourage you. I encourage you, my brother, I encourage you, my sister, to be one of them that are uh, yet still holding on. So Psalms 34 and verse number 7, it says these words right here, 37 and verse number 23, that's where we want to go. Let me go up just a little bit above that. Verse 22 said, 37 and 22 said, for such as be blessed of him shall inherit the earth, and they that be cursed of him shall be cut off. Verse 23 says, the steps of a good man. There it is. Somebody say a good man. Good man, hard to find. I tell folks, I tell you any day, I tell folks all the time, good man, a good woman is hard to find. I was talking with a uh, matter of fact, uh, when I was at the hospital the other day doing having some procedures done and sharing with uh, one of the nurses that worked there. And uh, we was talking about workers. Uh, you know, they got a shortage everywhere, even in the workforce. The hospital workers are just short. They don't have uh, the staff that they need to really uh, service the people. So uh, good workers are hard to find. And I was sharing with her that good workers are hard to find. On our job, the shortage of people is just everybody need help. I don't know where the folks are. And I was sharing with her. I said, I don't know how these folks are paying their bills. But uh, I got to work. 
I don't know about you all. I, I got to work. Nobody offered to pay my bills. So the only way I know how to get them paid is go to work and make me some money. So I don't. maybe they don't have any bills. I don't know. Maybe they don't want anything. But I, I, I have bills and I want things. So, amen, I have to go to work. So here the Lord said in verse number 23, he said, The steps of a what good man are ordered or directed. By God, it's good, brothers and sisters, to have our steps. God guide us with his eyes. Amen. His eyes guide us, and we are following him till we die. So the steps of a good man is ordered by what? The Lord, and he delighted in his ways. I'll tell you, I thank God for Jesus this morning. Somebody said, Lord, guide me. We, we in this old, in this old world is easy to get confused. It's, easy, it's so much distraction everywhere in our homes, in our school, in the government. I mean, distraction is everywhere, and they seem like they want to keep us confused. The more confused they are, we don't know who to turn to, what to do, what to think. You know, a confused man, a fused man uh, uh, will attack everybody. A, a fused, confused woman really don't know who to trust. I mean, everybody is the enemy when a person is confused. Because you, when you're confused, you don't know, should I trust this person? Should I trust that person or can I trust that person? They're confused. I've seen people wake up confused and, 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 and you may be trying to shake them and get them to come out of it. And, and uh, they may be fighting against you or whatever. They just don't understand because they wake up confused. And seem like to me that's the way the world wants all of us to be trying to get us that way. Confused. I don't trust you. You don't trust me. She don't trust him. He don't trust her. So when you're confused, the trust goes away. It goes away. Y'all follow what I'm saying? So the Lord said the steps, the steps of a good man are ordered or directed. The word order also means directed. Are ordered by the Lord. And that person, he delight in his ways. And I delight in the ways of the Lord. Now look at verse number 24. He said, though he fall, he shall not utterly, uh, what? cast down for the Lord uphold him with his hand I love this I thank God for Jesus God knows just what we need somebody said Lord I thank you for the word the steps of a of, of a good man are ordered by the Lord and then he goes on saying if he fall though he fall he shall not utterly be cast down for the Lord uphold him with his hand what that means I'm, I'm so glad God God gave it to us that way he said, the good man, a good man, steps are ordered by the Lord. Then he said, and though he falls, somebody said, and though he fall. See, in life, we're going to make some mistakes. Everybody, everybody will make some mistakes. I made some. You made some. They made some. We all going to make some mistakes. The Lord has made provision for that. But he said, though, somebody said, though he fall. Yeah, God said he won't be utterly destroyed. Now, when I looked at the word, I'm glad God said, though he fall. Though he fall. I'm glad he said that. Somebody said, Brother Jones, why, why, you, why are you glad that the Lord said, though he fall? Now, it, it, this story, this, this, this message would be different if it had to put the word failed. 
fell, F-E-L-L, but he didn't say though he fell. He said though he fall. Now, the difference between fail and fall is, is like night and day. Y'all follow what I'm saying? Uh, to fall means uh, 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 to lose your balance and, uh, or to stumble. You know what? That would fall me. You 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 lose your balance or you you stumble. But 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 to fail fail means you you're unsuccessful or you 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 have not achieved your goal. There's a lot of people have failed in life. They were unsuccessful in business, unsuccessful in that. Unsuccessful marriages sometimes they just don't work out. They can be unsuccessful. I've heard folks say, well, I, matter of fact, I was talking with a lady Friday on a job over in Arkansas. And she was telling me she had surgery on her hand and I asked about her hand. And then she went and got into, she was saying, well, about her husband. They've been married uh, 21 years. And she said, well, we, we're not together anymore. 21 years of marriage. I said, oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. She said, oh, that's all right. And she told me, you know, this is very unusual. Very unusual. She, 21 years of marriage, and they had a business, they had a trucking business. So that's how we got to talking because I'm in the trucking. And we were talking about the trucking, and she said, My husband owned a trucking business. She said, I even drove one of the trucks. But she said, But you know what? If 21 years of marriage, she told him, she said, told me, she told him, she said, Honey, you can have it all. And she walked away. You can have the trucks, you can have the business, you can have everything. And she hit the road. I said, Oh my goodness, I, I hate to hear that. Very seldom it goes like that because she had a part in there. But whatever went wrong in the 21 years, she felt like she couldn't take it no more. And she said, you can have it all. I am out of here. Oh, my goodness. That's where we are in that day. But anyway, uh, I said that to say the difference between a fall and fail. Fall is you can lose your balance. And so the Lord knew sometime in life, brothers, that we can lose our balance yeah, we we can we can we can stumble, we can we can stumble, we can make mistakes. But you know what? God has made provision for us when we stumble and when we make these mistakes in life. Yeah, you will make some, you will lose your balance. Oh yeah, you will stumble. But the thing about it, but 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 it's not fatal. Somebody say it's not fatal. Even though you fail, even though we made mistakes in life, it wasn't fatal. It's not all over because God says it's not over. That's the difference between a fall. So that's why he said, though he fall, it's not all over. It's not over because you fail. No, 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 no. Because there was a fall, it's not over. But now to fail, to fail means to be unsuccessful in achieving one's goal. So I want all of you to understand and say in life, never believe that you are a failure at whatever you do. So I'm not a failure. I tried this. I tried that. It didn't work out. Never accept, never accept that I failed. Never accept that I failed. Because there are great men that we know in history who attempted to do things and it, and it did not work out. But they kept going, they kept trying, they kept trying until they got it, got what they wanted. So those men didn't fail. The only one that will fail in life is those that tried to achieve a certain goal and they gave up. When you give up and call it quit, then we can say, you that's a failure. You're not going to try anymore. I fail. I fail in my marriage. I, I've been married 21 years. I've been married however long I've been married. I'm not going to do it again. So we can say your marriage was a failure. So he said uh, the steps of a 
good man. They are ordered by the Lord, and he delighted in his way. And though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down. For the Lord uphold him. Thank you, Lord Jesus. There it is. The Lord uphold. Somebody say, I thank you, Lord, for upholding me. That, that's, the, that's how we really uh, uh, make it today. The Lord is upholding us. I couldn't do what I do if it wasn't for the Lord. You couldn't do what you do if it wasn't for the Lord upholding us. Lord, I thank you for upholding me. Somebody said, Lord, don't let go of me. Don't let go of me. Don't let go of me. Don't let go, Lord. Keep holding me up. I'm doing what I'm doing. You are doing what you're doing because the Lord is upholding us. Yeah, we'll go down, but God pick us right back up. Can somebody say amen right there? Yeah, hallelujah. Thank you for picking me up. Verse 25 said, I have been young and now I am what? Oh, oh my goodness. You know what? If you keep living, you're going to get old. I heard folks say, I heard folks say, I don't want to get old. All the way to keep from getting old is to die. Can you say amen, somebody? I never forget the late Bishop Frazier. Amen. He said it all the time. All the way to keep from getting old, you got to die. Amen. Who wants to die young? Everybody, I know we all love to stay young, but if you keep living, you're going to get old. Amen. You're going to get old, you keep living. Praise be to God. He David said, he said, I, I, I was once young. He knew at one time he had his strength and he was a young man. And now I am old, but he saw something. He said, yet have I not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed back and bread. Our world is getting in a terrible shape here, y'all. Something is coming down the line. But it does not matter what's coming as long as God is on the throne. Can you say amen? Well, I thank God for Jesus. I don't know where we're headed, but I thank God for Jesus. I thank God for being on the throne. I've been young, now I'm old, and i never seen the righteous. God ain't going to leave us alone. He, he'll never, he'll never, never leave us alone. Never forsake us, nor his seed. They're your children and your children's children. They ain't going to be around begging for God. As long as God is up there, he's going to take care of you and all your siblings. Can somebody say amen? amen? God got me and all my siblings. Verse 26 says, he is ever merciful. Thank you, Lord. And lendeth, and, and his seed is blessed. Verse 27 says, depart from evil and do good and dwell forevermore. Verse 28 says, for the Lord loveth judgment and forsake not his saints. Somebody said, thank you right there. That's, that's, that's a praise right there. Lord, I thank you. And he forsake not his saints. God not going to leave you. Men will leave you. Women will leave you. But the Lord will not leave you. Jesus said, I never leave you and I won't forsake you. For the Lord loveth judgment and he forsaketh not his saints. Y'all believe that today? I believe it with all my heart. God's not going to forsake me. God is not going to let us down. He will always uphold us. They are preserved. There it is. Forever. Thank God for the preserving power of Jesus Christ. They are preserved forever. But the seed of the wicked shall be cut off. I thank God for Jesus. We're talking about a good man here. So there's a lot of good things that will follow a good man. A lot of good things that will follow a good woman. There's a lot of blessing from God that's going to pour into your life. Amen. Lord, we stay on the Lord's side. 
Amen, somebody. Come on, let's move with me just a little bit further. So the steps of a righteous man are what? They are ordered by God. They are directed by God. God know what he's doing. God, God know exactly what he is doing. Now, come and go with me to the book of uh, praise, Lord. We're going to take a look at book here, uh, 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 Matthew, the first chapter. I want to show you. Here's a good man right here. In Matthew, the first chapter. Joseph, y'all, y'all remember Joseph, right? Joseph, the Bible talked about Joseph was a good man. Now, here's one thing we need to keep in mind when we're talking about a good man and a good woman. What makes him good? What makes him good is the God in you. If you look at somebody and say, he's a good man, he's a good woman, it's not so much, it's not so much you. It's not so much me because, see, Thomas, Thomas is not a good person. Huh? Obi is not a good person, but the God that's in Obi, y'all hear what I'm saying? But the God that is in Obi and the God that is in Brother Jack, Sister Jackie, the God that's in Thomas and in all of us, amen, that's what we are observing. And so, therefore, when we see the God in you, we say, he's a good man. He, she's a good woman. That's the God they're looking at. But you take away the God, uh, you, you, you see something terrible. We, 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 see, we see a wretch undone. Paul said, oh, oh, wretched man that I am. Who, who can deliver me from this body of death? Can you say amen, somebody? If it wasn't for the Lord on our side, where would we be? Can somebody say, praise God. Amen. It's a God that's in you. It's a God that's in me that lets us see the good. See, God is on somebody that know how to bring out the good in you. The devil, he bring out the worst. Can you say amen? Amen. I said he brought out the best in me. Oh, yeah, it's in you, but it takes God to bring it out. Amen. Don't never give up on your children. Don't never give up on your family. God got to bring it out. See, he bring out the best in me. He can bring out the best in them. But it take God to do it. They can't do it. If you do it on your own, that's when we see the ugly. But I thank God for Jesus. Look at Joseph here. Matthew 1 and 8, 19. It said these words here. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise. It went like this. Uh, when as his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph. Yes, yeah, she was in They was engaged together to get married before they came together she was found with a child of the holy ghost verse 19 then joseph her husband being a just man somebody said just man that mean good joseph was good amen y'all know joseph was good Amen. He engaged this lady. Amen. She's beautiful. And he asked her to be his wife. And, and then they're engaged. And he, lo and behold, he look and here she is. She's pregnant. She, she's with a child. And they have not yet come together. Oh, Joseph was a good man. Y'all know some of y'all would have jumped up and ran off. We would have we said some words like that. It ain't mine. Can you say amen? So it ain't mine. Amen. I'm getting out of here. Amen. Amen. So here, verse 19 said, Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man, a good man, and not willing to make her a public example, uh, was, was, mindful, uh, uh, to, was mindful to put her away privately. There it is. Joseph was a good man. Good man steps are ordered by God. So Joseph said, I'm not going to put in a commercial appeal. I'm not going to put in a 
put on Action News 5, amen, 13, 24, 30, all those channels. She ain't, I ain't going to put on CNN. No, I'm not going to embarrass her like that. I'm not going to make the family look like, amen, that they just trash. No, I'm not going to do it. We're going to do it privately. But amen. But verse, look at listen to what the Bible said. Then Joseph being being a just man and, and not willing to make her a public example, was mindful to put her away privately. But verse 20 said, But while he thought on these things, how he was gonna do it. I don't want to make her look like she's trash. I don't make look make her look like she's the neighborhood whore. So how can I call this wedding off and not, you know, draw so much attention to this thing? But while he thought on these things, behold an of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary, thy wife. Don't you worry about it, Joseph. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Because it went on to say, for that, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. Joseph, she is a good woman. She is a respectable person. Amen. So Joseph thought about it. And Joseph obeyed the voice of God. Joseph was a good man, y'all. Amen. How many times you known folks that sometimes stuff happen? Amen. In relationships and in marriage, the other person find out that they are, haven't been faithful, haven't been true to the other individual. Amen. I've seen weddings called off. I've seen weddings while the wedding going on. And somebody, and you know, one of the words in the line of, uh, uh, in that book as we read when we hook y'all up, he said, uh, it is anybody here know any reason why these two may not be, what, joined together in holy matrimony. Speak now of what? Forever hold your peace. And you know, and, and I've married a lot of folks, and I'd be hoping, I said, don't know about her. Don't know about say a word. Don't you raise your hand. Don't you say nothing, because we finna hook them up. But we have known sometimes marriages have been interrupted, right? So they have been interrupted. You interrupted this right here. We're going to throw something at you today. <laughs> amen, somebody. And so Joseph, amen, was a good man, not willing to make her a public example, obeyed the voice of God through the angel, amen, not to put her away. Joseph was a good man. Now, let me move on just a little bit further. Let me give you another uh, 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 example of a good man. Now, Paul talked to Timothy. Paul Paul talked to Timothy, and he gave Timothy six steps in, in, in ways to make himself a good young man. Timothy was young, and Paul trained him and brought him up, amen, and taught Timothy how to show himself to be a good man. I'll show you how to be a good man and a good woman right here in the book of Timothy, Timothy the sixth chapter. Paul gave uh, Timothy uh, 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 six six virtues right here in this particular chap chapter, how he may improve himself, amen, and show himself to be a good man, amen. And not only Timothy, it will show you and I both how we all can be a good man and a good woman. And, and sec in 1 Timothy 6 chapter, in verse number 11, you find these words. Uh, Paul said, but thou, O man of God, you, Timothy, you, you young man, calling Timothy the man of God. But thou, O man of God, Timothy, flee these things, and here's what I want you to do. Follow after righteousness, that's number one. Godliness, number two. Faith, number three. Love, number four. 
patient, number five, and meekness. If you follow these six ingredients, Timothy, you'll be a good man. And not only will it make Timothy a good man, it'll make all of us a good man. Amen. It'll make you a good woman, too. If we follow these the ingredients that Paul gave Timothy, amen, let's take a look at them again. He said, now, if you follow after what? Righteousness. It don't matter who you are, a man or a woman. If you just follow after righteousness, you're going to be a good man. You're going to be a good woman. And then it goes on saying, not only righteousness, but if you follow after godliness, and you find a man, you see, somebody say, I want a good man. See, you got to follow godliness. Very important. If that, if that man is not following godliness, he ain't going to be no good. If that woman is not following godliness, she ain't worth marrying her. So many times folk have gotten engaged in married folk. They didn't want to go to church. They didn't love God. They, they didn't want God in their life. They, she's not going to make a good wife if you don't believe in the Lord God Almighty. Can you say amen? So, ain't no sense in marrying that devil. Can somebody say amen? You got to believe in the Lord. I wouldn't marry a woman that wouldn't go with me to church. Don't marry a man that won't go with you to church. Because Paul told Timothy, he said, first of all, follow after righteousness, O man of God, O young Timothy, follow after godliness, or we got to pray. You heard, you heard the saying, they said, the family that, what, prays together, stays together. Y'all heard it, right? Amen. We got to pray. Pray with your family. Pray. We got to pray. And so these are the six ingredients, these six verses that Paul gave Timothy, amen, to make him a good man. Righteous, follow righteousness, Timothy. If, if it's right, you can follow that. Stay with that. If, if, if godliness, follow after godliness, the godlike thing. And verse number three, faith. You know, to, to be a good man, you got to have some faith. Because you're going to encounter some things in life where you got to have faith. You're going to have to trust God. You got to look to God for some things. Lord, I need you. You know what? We, we all need God. And right about now, so somebody says, I, we need the Lord. We really do. Our neighbors, our, our families, our community, our, our the world, society, the White House, and all over the house. We need the Lord right now. We need him. We got to have some faith. So, Timothy, to be a good man, follow after faith. Follow after faith, and you will be a good man. You will be a good woman. You're a woman of faith. You know you trust God to help you do what you're trying to do, to do your daily chores, to, 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 to go about in this world. You, you got to trust God. We all, you got to have faith. Yes. Next one, he said, love. You got to have some love. Show me somebody that don't have love. I'll show you somebody. They're not going to be a good man. They're not going to be a good woman. They're not going to be a good boy. But this world is full of a lot of hate, y'all. Y'all understand what I'm saying? The world is filled with hate, but God is love. Amen. And, and, and love is of God. Anybody that don't love is not of God. So he said, follow after love. Can, can we have more love than hate? Amen. In this world today, especially in the church, the church, we really need to be a loving people. We need to learn how to love because we got to show the world what love is. The world, they don't know what love is all about. They are about destroying you. They will destroy your name. They will destroy your reputation. They will ruin you. When they get through with you, you ain't going to be fit for nothing. Your name ain't going to be bud. Your name going to be mud. Amen. You're going to be mud. That's mud over there, y'all. They want to muddy the water up. Praise the Lord. And so they don't have no love, no love, no love. And so follow after love. Always 
demonstrate love. In every example, everything you can do, always try to demonstrate love. There may be some confusion in the family, in the home, on the job or wherever, but always try to demonstrate love. Don't show hatred. Don't demonstrate hate. Hate, hate, hate is not of God. So he told Timothy, you demonstrate love. And after that, you you follow after patient, Timothy. We, we've got to be a very patient people. Why, why do Christian, why do we have to be a patient person to be a good man or a good woman? It is because you got to learn how to wait on somebody. You got to learn to wait on your family, learn how to wait on your mother, your sister, your brother. If you, you can't wait on nobody, you, you're not going to be a good person. That's, that's the bottom line. Amen. I thank God I learned how to wait. Now, and there's something about the world today, nobody, they don't have patience. Everybody in a hurry. I was on my way to church this morning. I shared with mother, amen, a man behind me. He was right on my tail. I saw him in my mirror. I was already driving 40, 40 miles an hour in a 35 miles an hour. I said, 35, I'm driving 40 and 45, and he on my tail, and I'm not going fast enough. Ain't no patience. You know what he's saying? This man in front of me, he need to get out of the way. You know what I did? I moved over to the side and let that rascal go on about his business. And he went on down the road probably about 55 or 60. So you got to, in this world, amen, you got to learn how to have some patience. I was very patient and I knew exactly what to do. Give him the road, amen, because ain't nothing good going to happen to nobody speeding down the highway that fast. So we got it. Paul told Timothy, you practice, you, you learn how to uh, uh, have patience with people in this world that's in a hurry, hurry, hurry. This rush, rush, rush. Be patient. Don't let them, don't let you, don't let them pull you into their world of being impatient. Because, see, as we be impatient, as we be patient with people, it's teaching us also we got to be patient to wait on God. Because God is going to bless us. And we got to wait on our blessing. I can't get in a hurry. When are you going to do it, Lord? Where is that blessing coming, God? I've been praying, I've been praying, I've been waiting. When? We got to be patient. If the Lord say he's going to do it, he's going to do it. Can you say amen? He's going to do it. He's going to do it because he's not a God that he should lie. If he said he's going to do it, he's going to do it. So he said, Timothy, you follow after patience, my son. And after that, he said, uh, meekness. Follow that. Follow after meekness. In other words, and his word follow, another word used in place of follow, follow is pursuit. Somebody said pursue. So we got to learn how to pursue these things. Pursue righteousness. Pursue it. Pursue righteousness. Pursue godliness. Pursue faith. Pursue love. Pursue patience. Pursue meekness. Uh, and you know what? And, and not on that, we, uh, we are pursuing God. Anybody here this morning pursuing the Lord God? I am. I woke up this morning and I, I was pursuing God. I'm chasing after God. I don't know about y'all, but I'm saying I'm chasing him. I'm chasing. I'm, I'm pursuing God. Where's the Lord? Where's the Lord? I need to be in a meeting. I need to, I need to pursue God this morning. Why? Why are we pursuing God like this? I need him, y'all. Can you say amen? I'm pursuing him. Lord, somebody needs you. We used to sing a song years ago. Come by here, Lord. Come by here. Then another verse said, somebody, we waiting on you, Lord. 
There's some we somebody we need you, Lord. Amen. I'm pursuing him. I'm pursuing him. Amen. We are pursuing him. This is what he told young Timothy. Hey, he said, you follow after these things and you do this, you're going to be a good man. You're going to be a good man and it'll make us, you are also a good woman in God. And there's something else. You know, Paul also taught Timothy. He taught Timothy there's three things that every man really needs to know. After those six things that we should follow, there's three things every man, oh, God, our men need to know that God, God want us, a men to step and be men in our homes, and our family, and there's three areas, oh, my God, three areas that we really need to, we really need to pick up our feet, pick up our feet in. God wants to do these three things, Timothy. He wants to learn how to lead and protect and provide those three things. Praise the Lord, somebody. Somebody said, lead, lead protect, protect, and provide. That's a good man right there. And, and, and in these three areas, as we, Paul taught Timothy how to lead. Oh, I got to lead my family, y'all. I can't let the world lead my family. It ain't I let the world lead my family. going to lead them straight to hell. Y'all follow what I'm saying? Amen. Can't let that happen. I can't let the world lead my boy. I can't let the world lead my girl, my grandbaby, my nieces and nephew. I can't let the world lead them. So I got to lead them. Yeah. And not only we got to lead them, we got to protect them. Yeah. And not only we got to protect them, we got to provide for them. And all this is making us good men and good women of God. And now as we lead them and as we protect them, and as we provide for them, we got to do it in three areas. Two areas, I'm sorry. If we lead them and protect them and provide for them, we got to do it in two areas, two phases of their life. What are they? We got to do it in the spiritual realm. In the spiritual realm, I got to lead them. In the spiritual realm, I got to protect them. In the spiritual realm, I got to provide for them. And the other one is in the natural. I got to lead them in the natural. I got to lead them. Amen. I got to provide for them in the natural. I got to protect them in the natural. So we got to do these things. Lead them, protect them, provide them. And we got to do it in the natural and do it in the spirit. That's why we got to talk to our children at home. In the natural, that's, a, that's you know, the natural man, the natural woman. We got to lead them. Lead your children. Lead your family. Protect your family. Provide for them in the natural and in the spiritual. This will help us be good men and good women. Don't you lead them to the world and let the world do it because the world is going to corrupt them. I tell you, brothers and sisters, God is good. All right, my last scripture, and I'm going to let you go. Now, the last one I want to show you is let's talk about our Lord and our Savior. Somebody say, God is good all the time. Amen. God, we serve a good God. Look at the book of Acts, Acts the 10th chapter. Acts the 10th chapter. I'm going to let you go. Acts the 10th chapter. Jesus asked this question. Man came to Jesus, and Jesus had a question for him. Amen. Acts the 10th chapter. Look at that verse number 34. We're going to read on down to verse number 38. You'll find these words. Verse 34. Then Peter opened his mouth and said, 
of a truth. I perceive that God is no respecter of person. Somebody said, Lord, I thank you right there. Amen. He'll help, he'll help you. He'll help you. God is no respecter of person. He don't, he don't no big eyes, no little use. God will help you. He's not going to look on me and look down on you. He's not going to look up to somebody else and look down on the other person. Lord, I thank you. So I tell you today, I feel just as important as the next man. The next man, you should feel just as important as me. You may not have the mic, but you just as important as I am. Can you say, God is of no respecter of person. Amen. We got great men of God in the world today, but God is of no respecter of person. T.D. Jake said, I, I heard him say his membership, 20,000 members. God is of no respecter a person. Well, I may have just a few, but God is of what? No respect a person. He loved Bishop Jake. He loved Brother Johnson. Can you say amen somebody? Oh, I thank God for Jesus right there. I thank God for Jesus. I drove by Bear Root Falls. I could see with cars. I wish I could count them. Look, I, I, thousands of them. I just couldn't count them. But you know what? Drive by my lot. There's just a few cars out there. But God is what? Is of no respect of person. God is right here. Can you say amen? amen. The angel of God is encamped around them to fear him. Uh, fear him. Amen. They in the house today. God is in the building. That's, that's all that matters to me. Can you say amen, somebody? I mean, that's it right there. God is, somebody say, God is in the building. Lord, I thank you for being in the building. I really have God in this building. There's a church full of folks and God nowhere to be found. Can you say amen, somebody? See, it's all about God. It's all about Jesus. He, he is the reason for everything that we do. It's all about him. I just want the Lord to be with me. That's all I want. Them cheerleaders got ready to fight, go up to the enemy. They was afraid. They looked at those Philistines. They looked at those Egyptians and all those folk. And they said, it's more with them than it is with us. Yeah. But don't you worry about that. Somebody said, the odds are against us. Yeah. Oh, but when the odds are against us, that's when God steps in. Yeah. Praise the Lord, somebody. That's when God steps in. And I tell you, the odds have been against me ever since I've been in ministry. The odds are against me. But you know what? God, God, but God. We have been, amen, doing God's will. I, we are standing, amen, by the grace of God. Now, now listen to what he said right here. All right, but God is of no respect of person, verse number 32. Uh, I, I perceive that God is no respect of person, verse 35. But in every nation, he that fear God, that is, and work righteousness is acceptable with him. And no matter where you are, he that is in every nation, wherever you are, on this side, on that side, if you fear God, I fear, anybody here fear the Lord, I fear God, every nation. If you fear God, if you do what's right, God is accept you. He will accept you. He said he is acceptable with him. Who the man that fear God and do what's right is acceptable. And that's all. Don't you want to be accepted? That's what we want. I just, Lord, accept our worship. Accept our praise. Accept us. And Lord said, if you work righteousness, if you fear me, you are and you will be accepted. All right, listen to what he said. Verse 36, the word which God sent unto the children of Israel, this is what God sent to the children of Israel, preaching peace by Jesus Christ, and the peace they were preaching, that he is Lord over all. 
verse number 37, that word, I say, I say, you know, which was published throughout all Judah, that word was, beginning from Galilee after the baptism of John, which, which John preached, and verse 38 said, how God, John preached this gospel, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing what? Good. He was healing all that were oppressed of the devil for God was with him. So we're talking about God is a good God. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Jesus was anointed by God and he went everywhere Doing good. Brothers and sisters, if you can't do no good, you ain't doing nothing. Amen. God is good. Amen. We talking about a good man this morning. A good woman. And Jesus was a good man. And he went about everywhere doing nothing but good. Good. Can't you do no good? Y'all remember watching old TV show Martin? Y'all probably watched Martin Lawrence on this little show when he be playing uh, nay, nay, or tay, tay, whatever he be playing, and then he was singing his little song, and his song so, uh, don't you know no good? <laughs> don't you know no good? Amen. With his teeth in his mouth, he's just a singing, don't you know no good? And so, if you don't know no good, if you don't do no good, you ain't doing nothing. So, Jesus was, Jesus was number one, he was anointed. Uh, by God, and he was anointed with the Holy Ghost, and not only that, he was anointed with power. This Holy Ghost gave him the power who went about doing good. Jesus was a good man. That's why we say God is good. He went about healing the sick, casting out devils, raising the dead, opening the eyes of the blind. God is good, y'all. God is good. Lane is walking. God is good. The dumb can talk. God is good. The sick man got up out of off of his sick bed. God is good today. Can you say amen? Praise God. Somebody that's been down a long time, but they up now. God is good. When I look at my life, when I look at your life, where God has brought us from. Somebody say, he brought me from a mighty long way. God is good. Can you say amen, somebody? I know he's good. Heal us, saved us. Thank you, Lord, for saving me. God is good, my brother. God is good, and he's not just, he's good all the time. Can you say amen, somebody? All the time. God is good. Amen. All the time. Praise God. Fed the multitude. God good. And this is what Jesus did. He went about doing good. We just need more folks in the world that can go out and do some good things. You know, people doing bad. Mo was telling about somebody just the other day. They, they was at church and they had to leave early. And, uh, because they were trying to get to a program that the daughter was uh, was in. And as they left early, the church wasn't over yet, so she went out going to the car, and some man out there met her with a gun and robbed her, took a whole purse, a pocketbook, and took all her money. We just need some folks to just go out and do some good things. The devil is doing enough bad, can you say, man? Folks just doing bad everywhere, robbing, stealing, and killing. Oh, my goodness, you can't. It's just unsafe to do anything, riding down the street, shooting. And you can't sit on the front porch hardly no more. Amen. It's just, it's just a lot of uh, bad things going on in our world right about now. So
church, but Jesus, I thank God for Jesus. He said he was anointed by God with the Holy Ghost, and he was anointed with power, and he went about doing good. That's what we need. We don't, we don't have enough people going about doing some good. Help somebody. Help somebody fix a flat. Change a tire. Help somebody get to the store. Help somebody do something. Nobody want to do no good no more. And it's sad, isn't it? That's the world we're living in. Nobody want to do no good. They ain't got time. But, but they want you to do some good to them. And so when the, when the man came to Jesus, uh, they came to Jesus and said, uh, Lord, uh, good master, what, what, what must I do to inherit eternal life? And, and Jesus said, why call thou me good? That was, of course, Jesus replied back to him. Why do you call me good? There's none good but one. So what the man was saying, why call me good? Jesus knew he was good because he went about doing good. But I'm going to tell you why the answer to that, Jesus said, why call me good? And that's a question to you today. Why do you say the Lord is good? I said the Lord is good because you, I look at what he's done for me. Amen. I look at what he's done for me in my life. Yes. Amen. I, I've fallen down. Mm-hmm. Amen. But the Lord picked me up. So why call thou men good? Because you are good. There's a song that says, he, he, he is good. You are good, Lord. You are good to your people, to the just and the unjust. God is good. We, we all are, are undeserving, but God keep on blessing us. He is good. So the Lord said, why call thou men good? If the Lord asked me that question, I said, Lord, because you are good. You are good. You, why, why call me good? Because you are good. Look, you woke us up early this morning, Lord, you are good. You start us on our way, Lord, you are good. Amen, I'm closing my right mind. Oh, my God, Lord, you are good. Why call me good? Because you are good. Can you say amen somehow? Come out here and say, you are good. That's why I call you good. You are good. You are good. Why call me good? Because you are good. Amen. Praise God. Give the Lord a hand praise. God is good. God is good. The young man couldn't answer the question. The Lord said, why call out me good? But if he asks any of you that, if the Lord asks any of you that today, you know what you're going to say? Because, Lord, you are good. Amen. You've been sick. Long time. Gone through surgeries. Lord, you are good. A lot of times doctors, they gave folks up, gave them up. But God is good. Amen. Praise God. That's why, that's why we can say God is good because he is. Amen. I, I got the answer to that question. That, that man couldn't answer the Lord. said, why call out me good? But Lord, today if you ask me that question, I said, Lord, you are good. You are so good. Amen. I didn't deserve and still don't deserve the things that you have done for me. But I just thank you, I thank you, I thank you, I thank you. I thank you, I thank you, I thank you. Because you are good. Give the Lord a hand praise. I'm done. God bless you today. I hope it says something to encourage your heart. Amen. Why call thou me good? Because he is good. He is good. And he's good all the time. Thanks, Pastor Johnson, for another amazing message. Make sure to join us next week for an all-new episode of the Upper Room Church Podcast. Until then, remember, encounter Jesus, echo hope, and dwell in love.